0: On with the show. Oh. so much Start the timer. Oh, welcome to the Child Care Iron Grill podcast. Jeff Johnson is going to be live from upstairs studio. In studio with me right now, Carol Cole. How you doing, Carol? I'm pretty good. Oh, well, That's not it. <laughs> oh, good. She sounds so excited to be here, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just got it. We're gonna get into a Carol's got a topic. We're getting into in a minute. Sam is probably gonna be, be joining us. She's flying between islands because she's living that island life. Um, before we could jump into this, I just wanna. I, I just something's been pissing me off. I've been seeing all these new stories stories about uh, COVID caused this and COVID caused that. You know, more depression and suicides and and uh, domestic abuse and uh, language delays and all this stuff and and the thing thing is, COVID didn't cause any of those things. Human choices caused those things. And I think for the next couple of years, we're going to continue to be inundated with these stories about how COVID did this and how COVID did that. When And, and when we see those, we need to pull back a little bit And I I think maybe point fingers at the bad choices that the humans made so that one, we don't let those humans make choices anymore. And, and, and two, the next time we have to make hard choices about how we're going to navigate something as a society, we make better ones because look, we made a lot of fucked up, stupid choices over the last couple of years and um. Come on, humans, we can do better. And blaming COVID for those bad things isn't isn't a step in the right direction. It's a step, it's a way to paper over it for, oh my God, don't get me started. Um, uh, uh, Teachers unions and and public health people and politicians, uh, I I don't think any of them should have any jobs. There's an election coming up, people, as we're listening to this. Um, I don't care who you vote for, but think and then vote. Um, okay, Carol. I, I'm not sorry. I, I ranted a little bit too long. Um,
1: no, you're fine. I, I think
0: my chest.
1: I, I think that happens a lot. You know, and the the latest one being COVID. But you know, I think people love a boogeyman.
0: Oh, sure. Like,
1: like this is happening because well, this this abstract idea, thought, thing, and no one. I think it happens a lot that people don't want to say like, no. Um, it wouldn't have mattered this, that, or the other if we would have just concentrated on well, if we knew what needed to be done. Like if we knew that relationships were the most important, if we knew that kids needed to be heard, like if, but we have to make the choice to do that. Like it's our choosing not to, you're right. It's, but it's easier to blame a boogeyman. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, as we record this, the beginning of April, 2022, for you future people that might be listening to the episode, the state of New York is still trying to keep masks on two-year-olds. Uh, because they think that's a, a good choice. Now, when I talk to people in Australia who, who, where they never masked their two-year-olds, they, uh, I believe they masked high school kids in school for, for a very short time and then got rid of that. And uh, other parts of the world where they didn't mask fucking two-year-olds, um, they, they, they think it's totally insane, and, and it is. But there are, there are adult humans in, in those locations like New York that are making still still making these, these uh, n- n- not wise decisions for human children. Uh, but let's get into our real topic, because otherwise I'm going to, this, this vein in my forehead is going <laughs> to pop and blood is going to squirt all over the, uh, the camera and the microphone, and that's going to be a mess to clean up. What are we talking about, Carol? Oh, a
1: yeah. uh, little late in the year to be talking about it, but we are talking about Read Across America Week. What it is, what it was supposed to be, and what it's become.
0: Okay. I, I barely even know what this is. When did what it what is?
1: Uh Read Across America is in March, I believe. I mean, it just was. It was everywhere on every timeline of every social media thing. Oh.
0: Um,
1: I believe that's the NEA started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lucky duck. Um, the NEA started it, and listen, I have no issue with having a read across it like a week where we get super excited about reading and you know and literacy and children's books and fantastic um initially when they started read across america they picked that week because it is dr seuss's birthday um which is fine got no no qualms with that however it has turned into a week-long dr seuss party and almost never anything to do with the joy of reading or getting kids excited about reading you know it, it's turned into a, it it's turned into like an aesthetic for a week instead of anything super
0: meaningful so you hate dr seuss i hear is what you're saying
1: well he's not my favorite i'm not gonna lie and people get mad like how can you be a teacher and not be crazy about dr seuss I like a few of the books, but I find uh, particularly for the, you know, the preschool set, a lot of them are too long. Like people are trying to read these Dr. Seuss books and it's like, you know, a paragraph on every page and it's 80 pages long. And and it's like, like, they're not thinking about appropriateness
0: when they're choosing them. So what would be your favorite Dr. Seuss book?
1: And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street.
0: Oh, I fucking hate that one. Oh, I that's like that oh, I I know I, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I don't like Horton. I'm not um, crazy about Horton. And and frankly, I don't know. I I I, I think Sue said some hippy dippy stuff in a lot of his stories that I'm not sure I I'm I'm into. And then he had
1: some very not hippy dippy things like like Urdle the Turtle is a pretty almost like conservative book. You know, talking about like, you know, don't like you were saying, like the guy on the, the top, like he doesn't know what's going on. Like, why are we holding him up like those kind of lessons? Like I, some of them are fine. It's just first of all, he didn't like kids. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he wrote they act like he's like the pied piper of children. He he really wasn't. He was good at what he did, so he kept doing it because it made him money. And I'm not saying he's a terrible person, because I mean, good on him. But I think that like Read Across America comes out. And I'm like, why do so many educators not highlight any other authors other than Dr. Seuss? Like there are so many amazing childhood authors that I when I talk to teachers, they don't even know anything about them.
0: So who who would you who would you recommend? Sam, you're blurry. Sam is here, everybody.
2: <laughs> Showed up. Yeah, long-time listener, long-time caller.
0: Hey, Bye. so what do you think? What do you think about the topic?
2: Uh, you know, I think it's a really nuanced issue, and there are a lot of sides, and we should approach it from a perspective of wanting to gain more information. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about. What's going on?
0: Well, we started off. I ranted a little bit about COVID and uh, dumb human choices, um, so you'll have to listen to the episode to hear that. I'm sure. I'm sure you can't wait. <laughs> On the edge of my seat. <laughs> and and then we started talking about uh, Read Across America, which uh, apparently has has turned into. Look, I didn't even know this was a thing that existed, um, and apparently uh, Carol doesn't like the way it, it, it's gone I because it's eighth. turned into a a a glamorization of of
2: a Seuss or something. No, it's gone away from that.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh. No, no, oh, no, no, they,
2: know. they, no, the, the NEA, so for people who don't know, but you've talked about Read Across, I assume, I've again, I'm just, I'm literally yeah. got off a plane. I'm just talking. And the now. NEA has its own theme every yeah, year. So, so the NEA invented Read Across America Day in like 98, I think, cause I remember I was, I yeah. was a youth um during like the first ones and it was yeah. it, but it was like Dr. Seuss's birthday like March 2nd um so you made like the stupid big tall stripy hats and you ate green eggs and ham and you were like this is gross um uh, <laughs> but who don't want to eat it question for the listeners if you could please let us know if you ate green eggs and ham did you eat green eggs and green ham or green eggs and regular ham inquiring minds want to know I am the mind I am curious. I've never known which one it is. Well,
0: if, if you're it, doing it like the book, it's got to be, both have got to be green.
2: Right? Both are green, but some people interpret it where it's green eggs and ham. Green well, eggs, then, comma, and what,
0: ham. Wait, they, 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 they never looked at the illustrations?
2: No. <laughs> oh, Maybe they didn't. <laughs> Maybe they didn't. They were too busy. Anyway, um, a couple of years ago, after more and more people started saying, like, hey, Dr. Shoes kind of sucked,
0: like, as a person... He was kind of terrible. Okay, wait, um, wait. Time out. Time out. Yeah, uh, we all kind of suck as people. Period. Truly we do. We're all kind of terrible. I mean, period. Uh, Doctor yeah. Seuss, Will Smith. I mean, all of us. Uh, we're we're all kind of terrible. It's uh, no. I truly mean, except we for are. except for Sam and Carol. Uh, oh
2: no, I am. I am a, a piece of garbage. I am hot trash. So, um. Uh,
0: so I I, I gotta I, what 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 is this Read Across America? What is the goal of this thing?
2: So the goal, if I am uh, please NEA, come correct us. If I'm understanding it correctly, the goal of Read Across America is the National Education Association, the NEA's uh, one of their like big sort of events wherein they encourage schools and child care centers and families to, to read because March is nas- national reading month. You know how like everything has a month. Um, I believe yeah. March was also national crochet month uh-huh, for any of my fellow hookers out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so that it's like, it, that was like their kickoff to national reading month. And like reading is cool. Everybody should read if you, you know, kids who are read to generally have better outcomes than kids who are not read to. Um, yeah. so part of, it of
1: intentions.
2: Is, yeah. So part of it, I think was like, just, you know, like name recognition for the NEA and like, look, we do great things for children and families. Um, and part of it, I think, you know, they also have, I'm sure like some events slash deals slash what have you with publishers and authors and, you know, just trying to bulk up certain aspects of their programming. And I mean, reading is pretty cool.
0: Um, and and I mean, all, all the research points to the fact that the the way you you turn kids into lifelong readers is to uh, to to focus on it for for one week. For exactly one month at a time. Oh, there's a whole, it's a whole month. It's yes, not, it's, 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 most
1: schools do it for a week,
2: but
0: like yeah. a, yeah, I, think, yeah, well, I think it's
2: like there's like March is National Reading Month, and then like Read Across America Day is like the second of March, but then there's like a week worth of quote celebrations unquote. Like if you want to do stuff, like a lot of times they'll make like author talks available yeah. and things like that. Um, I would say it's definitely more elementary yeah. school.
1: Yeah, the, the NEA, I mean, and they, every year they have their own theme. Mm-hmm. Like they do a theme. Like I think last year's was diversity. Like, and they, like, like in my classroom, we were reading all different diverse kind of books, like different backgrounds, different abilities, different like, you know, I tried to do all, all the diversity. Almost no other teachers I've seen get the memo that there's a theme. No, every year it's Dr. Seuss. And we make the thing one and thing two craft. And then we have silly sock day. And then, you know, and it's like, what? And it's all this like Mando fun that the kids are involved with. And then if the kids get like super excited, like, oh, it's a crazy hair day. And they're acting crazy. Then teachers are like, they're so wild. You need to sit down. (laughs) And it's like, what does this have to do with reading?
2: Like, I I think that is like that's one of the reasons why the NEA also kind of pulled away from specifically being associated with the Seuss Publishing House. Um, was also because it had kind of just turned into like a Seussical celebration. Yeah. Which, if that's your jiggity jam, have a good time. Um, I'm gonna rain on it. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll rain on it too. But I'll rain on everything just because I'm a I'm a negative person. Um, but it's not like. I think that they were, especially at, like, the elementary level, were realizing, like, okay, maybe this isn't, you know, super promoting great reading habits, and if we want to kind of, kind of, Jeff, what you were snarking on um, about how, like, obviously, I'm focusing on reading for a week isn't what makes a good reader, but if you're in, like, a newer teacher... And you're a little unclear about, like, oh, what are best habits for reading? What are best habits for encouraging reading within my classroom and within my families? Maybe this is a helpful thing. I don't know. I've never. And March done it. is a great place to start figuring out what's a great
1: way to promote learning at the end I of mean, your school.
2: I don't know. I've never like, done it I, as a teacher. As a kid, I was I was inundated with it, and I, I have lots of memories about it because there were lots of contests at my school um, oh, yeah, because yeah, I yeah. wasn't particularly talented at anything else. I always enjoyed entering the, how many books can you read contest?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell okay. yeah, I can read. So, so back in my community center director days um, we had had one of those during one of our, our summer programs, right? We had uh, I came up with some, some, I thought was outlandish number and uh, told the kids, we had like 70 or 80 kids enrolled for the summer. And this is like the six to 12 year olds. And I said, okay, if you can read X number of pages by the end of this six-week summer program, I'll let the the top two readers shave my head. Um, and and look at the at the time at the time I had a a, a, a locks thick, glowing. lush, thick, lush locks <laughs> about as, probably probably almost as long as Sam's probably um, just. and wavy. How many pages
2: do I have to read in order to see a picture of you in your community center days?
0: I don't think I've done everything to make sure those pictures don't (laughs) exist. Um, and so then it happened by like week four, week three or four of the six week program. And I told and and so we had to do this thing and I was all for it because I I was frankly planning on shaving my head anyway. Um, (laughs) And I got a hold of uh, one of the local two of the local TV stations, the three TV stations, two of them showed up to film this thing because that's a that's a feel good story for the for the local Local news, and I, I got a hold of a, a tux shop and had them had them give me a tux for the day because That's I'm going to get my head shaved on TV. Might so as well. hold
2: on, you just told me that there is a local news station somewhere with oh, a yeah. recording Ooh. of this, yeah, and I'm sure, I win. I'm
0: sure they kept. I'm sure that tape didn't get uh, get, get I will over. be finding. It. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that was that was transferred to digital. They and, have that uh, in
2: a fireproof box.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they do um, for, for, for the, for the uh, Johnson uh, archives and museum yeah, someday. <laughs> see. And so then that happened and they, the kids said they had a, I guess it was fun and I had fun. And then the next day I, they, they shaved it with the clippers. I wouldn't let them get a razor to it and then i took the razor to it the next day so it was it was bald bald and, and that was just a fun thing but mostly it was it was a bullshit thing because i'm not sure they were really reading everything they said they were reading oh. and and mostly it was it was so i could do this hey pay attention to me thing i mean it totally was and i totally i mean i don't think i would have known it then but now that's totally what it was and yeah and, yeah, and that's so what Read I, Across
1: America Week is now, is look at look at all the fun things that the teacher has planned, and then we'll put them on the social media, and then we can say that our
0: kids have fun here. And, and, and that's, even even that's more it's, in CDS, it's look at all the fun things somebody else has planned that I as a teacher can just do, um, which I, I yeah. guess the some, I mean, look, if it makes life easier, I guess do it, but it's, how many, how long has this been going on? This has been going on for a long time?
2: I think since, I think since like 98, okay. I, I don't think I was much. in kindergarten so,
0: for like the first one. Okay. So, so Sam, you're a reader. Are you a reader because you made a Dr. Seuss, Pat? No, I'm a reader.
2: Cause I am very socially awkward on don't like, don't really have to like go up to people and make friends. So yeah. instead I just sort of revert inward to books and like, let's just read.
0: Do, do they on that web, their web, I'm sure there's a website for this. Do they have like, uh, this is, this is, this is Timothy. 30 years ago, Timothy was, was, took part in the <laughs> first uh, Read Across America. If and they because, don't, I
2: would like to be, because I would like his, them to interview me.
0: Because of his, because of his love of uh, making one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish uh, out of paper plates, he's become a lifelong reader and a astro engineer. Um, is that? I don't
2: think they have that, but I would love it if they did.
0: I, uh, I yeah, would love it. Well, you know, it. <laughs> you know if, if there were people who actually had that experience, right. they would probably be highlighting it. But, right. but for most of them, it's just this thing that that it's a thing to do in the spring because school's almost out. And, and look, right. let's face it, by and March, most teachers, they're, they're done for the year, right?
2: We've slogged through this year. We've had good. Yeah. numerous... I mean, you know crises pop up we've done xyz number of private school applications the weather's changing I have allergies I just want it to be spring break oh my like what can I like give me something to do because my brain is like operating in overtime and then you know here comes this teachers pay teachers package of uh sight words in Dr. Seuss books so yeah I can't blame you for doing that Oh my God, I can't blame
0: you for that. I blame the system for that.
1: It's just so much easier to not do any of that and just let the kids know though. Like
0: And like, so if we really want kids to become readers, what should we be doing?
2: Uh reading with them, at them, near them. I am oh okay, here's a question about reading. For if, if when you were in centers or if you are in a center right now and you have nap time, do you read? like on your own during nap time. Like not to the children. Not children. Like I read a book. I sit and I read while I'm like, you know, stroking their back.
0: And, and I, I talked I talked to Lisa about this in an episode, I don't know, three to four hundred episodes ago probably that that I think if because we were talking about this. And if we because one of the ways kids become readers is to see the adults in their lives readings. And if kids yeah. in your in your program don't see their adults reading it's very unlikely they're going to grow up to become readers so one of the things we could do in our programs is to intentionally read in front of the kids um and doing it during nap time when they're supposed to be asleep i mean Okay. But I would, I would totally look when they're out on the playground, you're, you're cozied up on the picnic table. They're involved in loose parts and rough and tumble and superhero play and whatever they're doing. And you've got your book out and you're, you're listening and you're paying attention to the environment, but you've got that book out. Um, I think that really sends a signal that reading is important, but a lot of, in a lot of programs, caregivers would get, get the, their asses chewed out by the, uh, the boss for doing that because they're not paying attention to the kids.
2: Yeah. And and I think, I think,
0: right. I think that brings up a really
2: interesting point about like what attention is with children and like how, how we pay attention to children. I like a similar story to this. I wasn't reading a book, but I was crocheting on the playground. Um, as mentioned, I like to crochet. Um, and I had a couple of students that were really interested in it. So I would just bring it with me period and like show them some things mm -hmm. I was doing. And some of them would all like, they would practice it. They would like to hold the yarn and watch it spin. Um, so at one, at one point I was all just on the playground, hanging out, watching them on the structure, chatting with some of the kids who were near me and then they would leave. And I would just kind of, you know, keep going with my hook. And I, I told this story to someone and they were like, wait, like when the children were there, you were crocheting? Yeah. They're like, but, but weren't you watching the children? like, yeah, they were digging holes and stuff. Running around chasing people. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was watching them. Um, but the like the look on this person's face was aghast, as if I was this like full of neglect and a horrible
0: person for doing this. I mean, you I are thought both of was... those things, but for different reasons. Not yeah. not because of. Um,
2: and I thought that was I thought that was very interesting. And I imagine if I had said that I was reading, it would have been been even worse. Um, but it's funny because I see teachers on their phones all the time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That
2: shots fired at my program.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it it's it's fine. Uh, they're distracted by their phones and their social media and uh, and other stuff. But and so so I mean, the thing is, if we say we value reading and we know that is one of the things that helps turn little humans into big humans that are readers, and we want that to happen, then we should uh then we should be doing that thing. We should be reading more. Yeah for our own, own, uh, I mean, and, and look, if you, if, if, if a program can't commit to letting a staff do that, then you need to go to the, I don't know, the local senior center and, and kidnap somebody's grandma. And I mean, look, I my <laughs> look, oh, mm. Okay. I'm going to, okay. So my guess is if you, if you pulled one of those 15 passenger vans up to, you know, like set programs have uh, up into, in front of like uh, the local senior center or something, um, and you just park there with the doors open, um, somebody would come out and get in. You'd get
2: a couple. Sure. Yeah. You get a
0: couple aunties and uncles. And my only concern
1: there is, have you ever seen the kind of books that little old ladies read? Um, (laughs) let me tell you.
0: <laughs> Would my wife be considered a little old lady. I mean, sure, she no. wants to be, man. If she
2: no. wants to be. What does yeah. what does
0: want to be considered? I, I don't know. Mrs. Johnson is, is, I understand. <laughs> um, no, what do little ladies read? I, I really don't know. Oh,
1: they go for the smut. Oh, all the time. They read like, porn. They, they really do. And I know <laughs> my mom's heavily involved involved in like one of the libraries here, and she's like, oh,
0: you wouldn't believe a lot like, of lot of a lot of guys in kilts those fabio oh, paperbacks the other
2: thing you're
0: like. lucky if they're in a kilt <laughs> <laughs>
2: But the thing is, 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 and again, no disrespect to the yeah. little old ladies of the world. You, you go up, and get it, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so we'll we'll we, we we will we will make book covers for them out of pieces of construction paper or grocery sacks, <laughs> I guess, and then we just have them we we strategically place them around the uh the program with their books, and uh, and and maybe give them some tea or Margaret. I mean, yeah look probably or no margaritas, margaritas
1: hey you know Skin and tonic i don't know probably
0: so we're margaritas. driving
2: them so it's yeah. fine
0: yeah and then and then we bring them back to the center and shoo them out at the end of the day and then after two or three of them show up at the at the end of a week or two it's going to be six or seven and then you're going to have in your classroom you're going to have nice little old grandpas and grannies uh reading to reading, reading to the, the kids yeah and, and then look.
2: they'll, they'll start reading their smut and then they'll start reading with the kids yeah so maybe, i'm a big maybe. fan of Intergenerational programming. Sure, sure. There's lots of there, that might need to be
0: a. I mean, look. There's probably some paperwork you might need to do, some background checks, that <laughs> kind of thing. But. But uh, that that's gonna that's gonna work. It's gonna be better than nobody reading in front of the kids, and then people panicking when they're in fourth grade and they don't they don't give a fuck about reading. Right? Um, they're like, why
2: would
1: I?
0: Why yeah, would I? Do?
1: But the teacher wore the silly hat on Silly Hat Day. Does that not inspire our youth to read?
0: I I, I don't know why. I mean. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, and, and then the other thing is maybe if we could fill our classrooms and school libraries with things kids are actually interested in, because yeah. because so much of the stuff that's out there that's considered, that, I mean, there's children's books and there's children's literature, and those are two completely different things. Um, and so maybe yeah. if we paid a little bit more attention to that throughout the whole year, um, maybe we'd and in more a than more just the progress. library, yeah,
2: yeah, and more than just the library and. Uh, And more than just like monthly, like, I mean, this kind of goes back to sort of like the weekly, monthly theme conversation that this podcast has had many times. But um, if you've got like a box labeled January and all the books you put out in January are in that box, maybe consider not having monthly boxes for books. Maybe consider just organizing your book like by topic. So it's easy for you as the educator to grab and look through. But only putting out books about whales in January doesn't necessarily honor the children's interests. We can we can do more than that. We can do better yeah. than that. Oh, I have play. to work on Saturday and I'll be um I'll be purging our library a little bit. Oh. And this episode will have already come out by then. So you know, they can they can get mad at me. It's fine. Um, oh,
0: this episode won't come out till May or June. Uh, <laughs> they won't know what hit them. What do you? What do you? Okay, let's wrap. What? What? What are you? What are you guys reading right now? Oh, I
2: just finished a delightful book on the plane. Uh, it's called Uprooted. It's by Naomi Novik. It's inspired by Polish fairy tales and folklore. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, I just finished the Pulitzer Prize winning All the Light We Cannot See because everybody else was reading that. So I finally got my hands on it. It's very ever. good. Uh, it's not a page turner. It's really it's really a page lingerer. You're like, oh, this is more like poetry than, than like a page turning fast paced book. But it's very, very good. Um, if you enjoy being sad about World War II, that's a very good, good book for that. Um, and then next on my list, what? Oh, I have it downloaded. Um, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue is next on my list about, as far as I know, I've only read like the byline, um, and it's a woman who makes sort of a Faustian deal that she'll, I guess, live forever, uh, but no one will remember her, but then one day somebody remembers her. That's all I know that it's about, so I'm very excited for that. That's what I'm reading.
0: Carol, you're you're Dr. Seuss.
2: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: No, I've been reading the back of a lot of uh, construction material uh, (laughs) to get my bathroom done. I'm going through um, Dr. Stuart Brown's book on play, and I'm also reading Atlas Shrugged.
2: Oh, are you being punished for something?
1: No, I just really just wanted to read it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's very slow
1: going because... I have kids and life and I'm like, you know what? It's going to be another 10 years before I can read for enjoyment. So
2: yeah, that's fair. I've heard it's like reading mud. So I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I haven't even attempted it.
0: Jeff, what are you reading? Uh, the audio books count? Yeah, that yes. counts as reading. Yeah. Okay. Reading. So I'm reading, reading like on the Kindle. I just finished up uh, my 19th book of the year, which is another Agatha Christie mystery, because I decided I was going to read them all. I think there's maybe six or seven left. So, so. And I then just you're start. going
2: to be an expert at murder.
0: And well, then I get two or three biographies of hers to get, and then I'll move on to something else, but then the, the audiobook things, uh, because the, the, the denser stuff, the more boring stuff, I like to listen to somebody else read those to me. So I just finished up, uh, uh, the Gulag archipelago, um, because
2: that sounds unhappy.
0: Eh, yeah, and and then uh, Adam Smith's uh, uh, Wealth of Nations, and, Ooh, and what a party! And and now I'm listening to to another gulag-based book called uh, uh, Gulag. Uh, so,
2: are you planning something?
0: Huh? Just with all the Agatha Christie and all the like, gulags? No, no, just 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 interests. <laughs> And you know what, people, if you want He's kids just to, to read, put things that they're interested in in front of them.
2: Like gulags.
0: And, and uh, uh, yeah, there's some gulag works from the 1700s. Down. Some shit went down in the gulags. Um, you know, yeah, famously. Uh, people, people escaped from gulags once in a while, or they tried to, and they were rarely successful, but they came up with strategies. And so one strategy was. Like a a a couple people would decide, hey, we're going to escape from this gulag, and then they would bring a they would invite a third person who joined them, who was like dinner, and they would travel as far as they could, and then when they needed to, if they needed to, that third person would would be eaten. And, and then they would go on, but there were some cases where the two people went on, and then they they didn't have enough of the third person left to make it to. to and then they would and then they would be scared to go to sleep, and then one of them would eventually go to sleep, and then there would only be one of them. So look, we can we can think we got big problems with read across America, but but humans have helped dealt with uh, with much bigger things in the past, and so we could we can make it through. All the Susie and hats and uh, sure. rah 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 during the month of May, uh, March. I knew it was one of those. Mar- M- you got it. You, then, you made it there. And then uh, and then move on to uh, do some things that actually support. Kids learning how to read. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up?
2: I'm just thinking about political labor camps. So. What a
0: bummer. Oh, I can tell you some more. Please
2: don't, actually. No, thank you.
0: We'll be back with another episode talking about gulags. Uh, hey, thanks for listening, people. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. I'm not sure exactly what we talked about, but we had a fun time doing it. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.